Hello and welcome back to the Mess to Success podcast. This is your host, Jordan. And honestly, I am so excited for you guys to hear today's episode because basically I had the absolute pleasure of interviewing an incredible freelancer by the name of Lin Chi. So Lin Chi uh, has spent a few years as a sound producer. She's also done design, photography, and she's really into the music scene as well. She has a really identifiable style um, that kind of presents influences from anime, music, graphic art. She's so inspiring and her story is so motivating to the creatives out there who want to start building the lives and businesses of their dreams. But what I like about Lynchy is that she keeps it real. She shares the real ins and outs of being being a freelancer without over glamorizing or only sharing, you know, the highlight reel of what it's actually like. So Lynchy and I actually met through working at the same job a few years ago, and I've always admired Lynchy and her insane work ethic so much. So I was so keen to have her on the podcast to talk about her journey. And honestly, you will not be disappointed. This episode is an absolute banger of an episode. So without further ado, enjoy. Welcome to the Mess to Success podcast. My name is Jordan and I'm a life and empowerment coach for creative women who are ready for more and want the tools and support to get there. This podcast shares the no BS reality of building the life of your dreams. Whether it's gaining clarity on your purpose, setting and achieving huge goals, showing up with authenticity and flow, or building the confidence to unleash your power onto the world, on this podcast, we share it all. Sit back, relax, and enjoy as we embark on this journey together. This is the Mess to Success podcast. Thank you so much for jumping on the podcast today and welcome, Lynchy. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you. So I do, before we kind of get into your journey and everything, I do just have one question that I ask all the guests of the podcast. Um, okay, because it's, it's really interesting to hear different people people's answers. And that is, what is success to you? What does success mean to you? Um, success to me is actually, that is a hard one. Cause I, <laughs> that's something that I don't really often think about, but at least for me, success is just being able to do the things that you enjoy in life. And that doesn't necessarily always like, that can also mean like, yeah, you know, gaining a lot of money, getting a lot of experience, or just like getting a lot of friends, like, it's just whatever really is making you enjoy life in the moment. And I think that is success. Absolutely. I love that answer. And I completely agree with that. Like success is so different for everyone. And I think if you're living a lifestyle that lights you up and makes you happy, and you know, you can make a living, then that's successful. So I really exactly. like that. <laughs> so um, give us a snapshot of who you are and what you do in your own words. Oh, it's so <laughs> weird to get asked these questions. I know. Like, who am I? <laughs> um, okay, so my name is Lynchy and um, my design page is by Lynchy. Um, so I started out in 2019, very late 2019. And um, yeah, like at that time I had already finished studying music and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with it, but I honestly just could not make up my mind and I could not see myself actually doing something in sound production, which is what I was studying at the time. And so I just started to move into different areas of creativity to kind of see like, how else can I, you know, still work around music but in a different medium and so one day I just kind of went off shopping and I came across this film camera I'm like it's five dollars I'll just try it out so I picked it up started taking photos and I just like I just really enjoyed it and I just kept going at it and then you know it was it was the thing it's it's funny because it's like for some people they knew like they enjoyed that and they wanted to do that but for me in the past couple of years, it's just been a constant like, okay, let me, I'm discovering this, I'm trying this. And it's like, I'm still, I'm just kind of like building brick by brick. And yeah, that's, that's what it's been like so far. And I've gotten kind of deep into photography. And then I 
just didn't want it to do, just be photos. So I started doing graphics along with it because I'm like, maybe we can spice it up. And then I started diving graphics. And then now I'm like into like, you know, doing like logos and um, photo manipulation and just all these sorts of things. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I've been working with like um, local music artists and just fashion brands and stuff like that. And I don't know, I just, it's, it's been a lot of fun and I'm just still kind of figuring out what I want to do. And I'm still building my skills as a freelancer. So yeah, that's, that's me. (laughs) I love that so much. I really like what you said about kind of figuring things out brick by brick by actually, you know, seeing something being like, oh, that's interesting. I'm going to try it out. Give it a go. Oh, I like that because I feel like there's so much pressure to kind of find your one true purpose. Like I found my niche and, you know, I only do what's within this niche so I really like that your process has been much more of a discovery yeah yeah no and and it's been great because it's also it it can be very intimidating to just have that one niche and it's like if you're not good enough in that skill or niche whatever it is it it's so disheartening and you get you know demotivated really quickly so it's, it's kind of nice that you're able to just kind of figure it out and see what works for you. And it's kind of nice to be like a jack of all trades, just trying different things and building these different skills. And it's a lot of fun. And you meet a lot of different people too from that, which is really cool. Absolutely. And I relate to you so much on that because, you know, being in the space, like the online digital business space, everyone always shouts down your throat, niche down, niche down, niche down. But I am exactly the same as you. I love to just try everything out. Like I see something, I'm yeah. like, oh, shiny object. Like I want to try that out. See if I, I like try it. That out. Yeah. Literally, mm-hmm. literally. So yeah. um, how did you kind of get into the freelancing side of things? So you said that you kind of weren't sure what you wanted to do. And then you started um, designing on your Instagram page. And what kind of led you down the path? way of okay yeah I'm gonna actually start being a freelancer and um selling my services I guess um I think you know like when I was still working the nine to five um you know I would still like pick up some odd jobs here and there in like photography design whatever it is but I never really even thought of that as like freelance it was just like oh yeah just a few odd jobs type beat um and then I realized like that there's actually I think it was actually from the pandemic, you know, like from COVID, you know, everyone working from home, people like doing work, um, like away from the office and people can actually make a living just designing and, you know, on their laptop at home. And I'm like, huh. (laughs) I'm like, what am I doing out here in this nine to five job working my ass off? And, you know, so I just kind of started taking it up a little bit more Mm -hmm. and then definitely in the recent year I just started to contemplate I'm like what am I doing with my life like Mm -hmm. where am I going with this job like I don't really see myself here long term I'm just kind of going Mm -hmm. going with it so um I think it was almost like a what's 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 the word like a flip of the switch Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like type moment I was just like I'm going to quit my job. <laughs> yeah. That's honestly like, how it happens sometimes though. It's like you reach a certain yeah. threshold of like, not pain, but I guess like you just kind of reach a threshold of like, okay, yeah, time to change. I've made the exactly, decision. Yeah. It's done. It's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. That's so funny that you say that because I remember obviously we were still working together at the start of the pandemic and we, you know, we're working from home and for the listeners where we work, obviously we're not going to disclose for privacy, but where we work, it was not the sort of place where you could work from home. It was very much an in-person business. However, being the company that we worked at, they made us work from home. So we're essentially just like twiddling our thumbs, doing like busy work from home. And, um, Lin Chi actually designed this beautiful PowerPoint presentation. I literally can still picture <laughs> still it in my mind. That. I still remember it. I remember it so vividly because we just kind of threw together these PowerPoint presentations and had a team meeting just to keep the morale up. It was the start of the pandemic. No one really knew what was going on. And I didn't expect much. I honestly was expecting just like plain white, plain black text. And Lin Chi comes in, comes in with this beautiful PowerPoint. All of the, it's like got all of these graphic designs and different styles. And I was like, this girl is way too talented to be here. 
<laughs> oh my god i didn't even realize you remember that i was like yeah this is normal <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a presentation. literally it just goes to show that like even when you were in a space that like yes you could have some creative liberties you were still kind of that that was always in you like that you were always yeah you know being creative and expressing yourself in that way and i always really love that so i think it's awesome oh, it's like full circle so moment to see you yeah, where you I are didn't... now it's so crazy that to, to somebody say that they recognize that in me, you know, because I'm like, this is this feels so normal. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna make this PowerPoint. I'm gonna make it fucking cool. Yeah, like for you, it's yeah. just existing. But for me, I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, this girl, she's like done all of this PowerPoint <laughs> and these designs, and it was so impressive. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so um, how did you actually? like pick up those first few clients as a freelancer? Because I know for some people like that's, you know, they might create on Instagram, but actually monetizing is like a whole different ballpark for them. So how did you kind of cross the bridge between creating and actually like monetizing and moving into that kind of space? Yeah. Well, um, I think it, I guess it's like, I've built myself in the community. So like, I feel like uh, especially in Brisbane, um, the creative community is quite—I uh, wouldn't say tight, but it's just like everybody is very supportive of each other. And you know, like I—I I feel like compared to different cities, like such as Melbourne and Sydney, I don't see like a very big community where people have a space to share their art. And you know, da da da. It's—it's it's still like very small niches, small groups, and everything. But in Brisbane, it's like okay one person's doing this we're gonna all show up and support you we're gonna like yeah you know we're gonna show up for you so like I feel like in the past definitely in the past year um before I had moved to Sydney um I was just trying to like attend to all these events and like meet new people really put myself out there and even at the time like um I was doing work for free. A lot of work was done for free, but then there were some odd jobs that were like, oh yeah, I got like a little bit paid, but a lot of it was um, unpaid. And it was only until I got into freelancing, like quit my job and a full dive into freelancing that I've started to give like proper rates. And I think it's just from building those relationships in the past year, um, which is, it's, it's hard because it's like when you start off, you really need to build those connections and otherwise it's, it's hard to get paid unless you are like extremely talented and you put yourself out there but even then like to build a portfolio you need to do free work you need to put in your own time and yeah I think that's what that's what's happened I've just built a relationship with people in the past year and just starting and, and I'm still building that now like to be honest I don't get paid that much um, as a freelancer right now and there has been a few times where I'm still doing things a little bit free because I'm like okay well I just want to make myself known again that I'm doing this and I'm full dive into it because before I didn't put as much time as I am now so yeah it's interesting that you talked about building relationships because I feel like since the pandemic so many people have this perception of like oh yeah I can just go online build my business like have people come through come to me all through social media and Instagram and all that. But Mm. what you've said is absolutely true. It really building relationships is such, it's like fast forwards you to where you want to be. So how, like what have been the best ways for you to start building those relationships? Because I feel like a lot of people like quite scared of that or wouldn't even know how to start building those relationships. Building relationships. Yeah. Well, like I always tell myself if I'm, if I'm scared to do something, like I hate being in like group settings and you know that that crowd but I'm like if I'm gonna do something that I'm scared of I'll just do it in fear like you just Mm -hmm. gotta do it like if and I think that's that's what's pushed me like I I always just tell myself like I just gotta do it I just gotta do it and um sometimes also going to things alone helps Mm -hmm. I found that going with people um makes it even worse for me like I can't talk to other people yeah Um, and I think you stay within your group yeah exactly you stay within your group or even sometimes it's like you see the person that you went with like socialize with other people like oh my god I can't do that like Mm -hmm. and then you just kind of like you just kind of go back into your shell and it sucks so I always say that it's best to just go do things that um you like and to socialize by yourself 
mm-hmm. because then you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have a choice. You just got to go talk to people, meet yeah. new people, socialize, build connections and yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And I, think I really like that. That's what I've done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah honestly, props to you. Cause like that is bloody hard. Like actually putting yourself out there, making relationship, well, building connections. Mm. It's, it's not easy. So props to you for yeah. doing that. <laughs> Thank um, you. So I know you said that it was like a pretty snap decision for you to actually quit the nine to five, but what, what were the sort of vibes that kind of led you to that decision? Like what was like, what kind of got you to that point or what would be your advice to someone mm-hmm. else who might be getting to that point? Um, well, I think a lot of it is influenced by my personal life, to be honest. Like it's, it's hard because I feel like um for me work was always just work you know but I think it was like external things that were happening in my life that started to just like put a lot of weight on me at work so you know like um like yeah I had moved to Sydney and I moved for like my partner at the time um but then I didn't have my friends I didn't have my family I was all alone I you know didn't put myself out there I I was just like in my comfort zone I was just alone all the time so then you know I wasn't really building my skills or anything and I'm just and that's and I think what makes me happy and confident in myself is actually doing work in doing like creative stuff so I wasn't doing that but um you know like I was always like working working all the time there like go to work go home sleep eat whatever right that was the mentality and um yeah and I didn't have friends so it was like kind of hard hard to just kind of put myself out there Mm -hmm. so you know like I was just kind of sick of it I was like why am I working like this all the time and I didn't really have time to go out and talk to people because I was just so exhausted from work Mm -hmm. you know like you know how it is that job was so exhausting it literally was it's so exhausting yeah 100 percent yeah a physically exhausting job so it's just like I just don't have the energy to do any Mm -hmm. of this you know Mm -hmm. um so it I think that just cut like kept on building and building and um I was just really unhappy with my life really Mm -hmm. and I was like I want just I want some change I don't want to be in the same place so I was like um I'm gonna leave Sydney Mm -hmm. (laughs) this relationship's not working Mm -hmm. um and you know like I I think I just need to quit this job too I was just like whatever I just gotta do it and um, and also, I think it was the help of my friends as well. Like when I came back to Brisbane for a short trip um, for Christmas, New Year's, um, I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I do. What should I do? And it's just like, it's, you already know the answer. You just need to quit your job. <laughs> oh, it's so nice that you had friends that were so supportive and really like had yeah. your best interests at heart and, you know, helped you in yeah, that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, they are also all freelancers. Yeah. And they understand what it's like to work as a freelancer. Mm-hmm. And some of them also had experience with a nine to five. So like, you know, they were like, just quit it. You'll be fine. There's yeah. there's always a way. There's always a way. If you're worried about financials, there's always a way. We live in Australia. There's so many good like um programs and stuff they can help you financially and blah 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 mm-hmm. so I was like you know what okay fine and yeah. then I just like opened up my laptop typed out <laughs> typed out my letter and I'm like I'm quitting bye yeah <laughs> and how that, did but... you feel in that moment though was it very liberating like were you like yes like oh my gosh you know you know what's so funny it was just like yeah I felt it felt like it for a split second then I realized I was like this is just my two weeks notice <laughs> <laughs> Now I have to like pretend for the next two weeks. Like, yeah, literally. literally and I yeah. back and I'm like, oh, like, why is time going so, so slow? Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Yeah. My last week, it was like, mm-hmm. it was so weird because I knew I had to care because obviously, like, I, I was in a, a more senior role. So, like, I knew I had to care, but I was like, oh, it's so hard. Like, yeah. I just, yeah, I know. I'm like, I, we can I can just chill now like it yeah. really doesn't matter because I'm gonna be out yeah. of here what are you gonna do yeah, yeah 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 exactly so speaking of that how was it going from an extremely structured very KPI driven mm. company to working for mm. yourself oh my god this is the thing right so it's like there's so many there's actually a lot of issues 
with jumping from that nine to five to just the freelance. And such an intense, very, very structured, because most places aren't as structured as that, like down to the minute. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, Oh my God. It's, it's like, okay. So first off, it's like, you have to be responsible for everything that you do as a freelancer so it's like you have to be your own HR you have to be your own admin you have to be Mm -hmm. your own worker you have to be your own boss like it's a lot (laughs) and it was it was I think in a way it was like you know having somebody take care of like those extra things for you was good but um, I think the main thing is you know time management and you know like yeah because we were working to the minute you know, like we had a task to the minute, like there is not a second wasted at that job. But, you know, when you're a freelancer, it's like, okay, how are you spending your time? And it's very daunting because it was just like, oh my God, like, I feel like I'm doing nothing. Like, I'm, you know, like maybe you'll, um, like the thing with freelancing and being a creative is that you got to, um, you got to do so many things. You got to like build connections. You got to, you know, come up with concepts you have to take time to design things you have to yeah you have to take care of finances you have to do so many things and you think that you're doing nothing but you're actually doing so much but it just doesn't feel like you you think the value is doing the work like doing the design like photoshop blah 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 but it's like you you need to build connections you need to do your finances like yeah you, you actually are doing way more than you think you are but I still feel like I'm not doing enough Mm-hmm. yeah yeah I've, which is crazy and, and it feels like I'm just wasting my time but I'm I'm really not like <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's yeah. so funny because I feel like every entrepreneur that I've spoken to that has um left their nine-to-five job has said the exact same thing like I don't feel like I'm yeah. doing enough work like I feel guilty mm-hmm. for taking time off mm-hmm. and you know being your own boss it does come with that you know you go from a 38 hours a week to like 24 seven, seven days a week sort of situation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, and the thing is, yeah, because like you, you don't also don't have the pressure of working a very strict time. So it's like mm-hmm. you choose to work whenever you want, but then it, that, that allows like either for you to just really be chill, relax, do whatever, procrastinate or, you know, mm-hmm do everything. Yeah. Yeah. Hey girl, I just wanted to briefly interrupt this podcast episode to chat about you. Are you a procrastinator? Do you struggle to keep yourself accountable? Or maybe you have huge goals, but don't always follow through on them. Girl, I feel you. I was the exact same. I'd have all the hopes, all of the dreams, all of these big goals and ambitions. But when it came to crunch time, I didn't take action. I procrastinated. I got scared. I didn't commit or I'd lose momentum and start a new project. So if you felt that way, trust me, I feel you. I've been there. That was until I started investing in myself and got a coach until I had someone in my corner with my best interest at heart, cheering me along, keeping me accountable to my goals until I built the habits and the lifestyle that supports me as I strive to achieve what I want to achieve. Having a coach to keep you accountable is so powerful because we've got all the potential for greatness, but life gets in the way. We might have the best intention, but shit happens. We get busy and things don't turn out the way we hope. Investing in a coach is a surefire way to spring you towards your goals. Coaches not only encourage you, but challenge you to show up as your best self, follow up on the commitments you've made to yourself your career or your business if you're looking for someone to keep you accountable or you're looking for one-on-one support to reach your goals faster join the waitlist for my bloom and flourish one-on-one coaching package there's absolutely no pressure to sign up by joining the waitlist you'll just know when the spaces go live as the spaces are extremely limited so join the waitlist if it seems like a fit and you'll be notified when the spaces go live all right back to the podcast Do you have systems or certain things that you do that kind of help you with your time management or like keeping yourself accountable? Like how do you kind of combat that? Um, well, at the moment, the base, the most basic thing I do is just have a weekly journal. So I just have like a timeline of like what I have for the week. And then I have just a to-do list. Yeah, because it's um it's it's so hard because like some things you think oh it will only take me an hour but it ended up taking me like four hours to do and it's so hard to especially when you're still starting out you don't know how much time these things take so it's I'm still in the process of working it all out but mm-hmm. at the moment 
I just have like a general weekly schedule and so far it's not too bad and then but I, I guess it I guess you just kind of write out your whole day because you're like yeah I can just kind of do this whenever or take it easy and yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So I guess that kind of goes on from my next question. What's your, I guess, daily routine like as a, as a freelancer? Like what does a day look like for you? It's probably different each day, but just in yeah. general. Oh my gosh. Like if I, if I got to include all like my personal shit. Because <laughs> the thing is like you work from home. So it's like, yeah, I can kind of fit in some other shit. Uh, like yeah. Stuff <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But honestly, it's just like, um, I guess you just kind of, yeah, you gotta, you gotta see what you have to do for the day. And it's like, okay, I gotta get this work done for this client. Um, and this is due by the end of this week. What can I do today to like, you know, meet up to that deadline? Mm -hmm. So I guess like it, it almost in a way, like I kind of go day by day, but a general gist of it would just be, you know, like wake up, you know, do my personal things like food, Mm -hmm. have a shower whatever um see what I have for the week um what I need to get done I think it's just like prioritizing and then I just kind of work on whatever I need to get done first and then it's just like repeat every day basically Mm. yeah that's cool very interesting yeah um do you find that like working on your own now is it do you think that it requires like a lot more work on your mindset than working in a more traditional nine to five job? Or like, how do you find the differences between more traditional approach to work versus freelancer um, working for yourself kind of work? Um, you know, it's so hard because it's like, I've been working nine to five for six years. I was so used to that, that traditional, like, you know, by the minute, um type of mindset it's like okay I know what I need to do this 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 task and it's all set out and it's all planned out perfectly so you can execute it um but you know as a freelancer it's like you can't do that everything is so different and it's just like for me it's I still find it so confusing like I don't know whether I do like this freedom and choice to do what I need to do or like the traditional like yeah by the minute get this task done this mm-hmm. takes one hour this takes da, 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 da. and like I think it also also like recently I don't this is like low-key relevant <laughs> but I read this book about um doing nothing mm-hmm. and it's like how to stop overworking because that was the thing I was working way too much and I started reading it and um you know it was it was saying how that back in the day they had more than six months of like annual leave right like holidays yeah I find that insane I'm like wow like how like why are we working 40 hours a week that's insane to me yeah literally literally so like this book kind of just taught me to just kind of like wind down and take things a bit more easy but I don't know whether it's been a negative or positive impact on me yeah yeah no <laughs> I, think, I, I think I relate to you so much on that because I struggled mm. with the exact same thing when I left that company because even though yes I do still have a nine-to-five job in marketing it is such a different structure I completely mm. run my own schedule I have to decide what needs to get done each day I have to prioritize my own tasks and it's bloody hard and you know I'm 18 yeah. months 18 months on from that. And I'm still finding like what systems work for me, like, because, you know, working in that place where our literal days were down to the minute, I don't, Mm. not that I loved that, but there were components Mm. of that, that worked well for me, you know, okay, do this. You've got an hour. Mm. Okay. That kind of worked well for me. So I do still kind of incorporate those sorts of elements. Like I always have like a crazy to-do list and I do like little calendar and I try to like, okay, one hour here and 15 minutes there. Mm. And like, it's yeah, bloody exactly, hard though exactly. it's so hard yeah yeah it is and like I don't know it's just like is it just built in us now like is it because like we worked Literally. there for so long or it's it's so like I don't know I, I just like I don't want to think that I'm that kind of worker I, like no. I don't think I'm the kind of person that can work by the minute but then at the same time I'm so used to it so you know like I tried to at one point I did try to do it and I'm like okay I got this 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 yeah. I have one hour to do it but 
now it's just it, it's different because it's like in a way you it's accountability as well it's mm-hmm. like because you are your own boss it's like you have to be disciplined and mm-hmm. I'll be honest I'm not that disciplined <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that disciplined so it's yeah. like it's hard to do that now as a freelancer compared to when it was your boss telling you you need to get this done in an hour yeah yeah yeah, it's almost like having a really, really strong work ethic and being disciplined can actually be two separate things. Like you can be like an separate incredibly things. hard worker, but still struggle mm. to actually do it on your own without someone like telling you or a schedule telling, telling you, you or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I guess. I have no of, idea if I answered that question. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I love kind of yeah. discussing the differences between like, kind of like the traditional versus the non-traditional and like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I also really have been kind of learning more about presence and being okay with doing nothing mm-hmm. and like not having to, you know, tick off the next task because I think it's so important and it brings so much joy to your life when you can actually learn to do nothing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So important. And it's, and it's such a big jump. It, mm-hmm. it really is such a big jump. Yeah. 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 So I guess I want to ask you a little bit now more about like the creative side of things, like the fun, mm-hmm. creative stuff. So like, were, were you always kind of an artistic person? Did you always kind of have that knack for design or is it something that you developed as you got older? Um, to be honest, I think it was something that I've always had in me mm-hmm. um, because my family comes from quite like a creative background mm-hmm. at least on my mom's side they, they were all about music so like my mom um is like a singer and she played like guitar growing That's up and so everything cool. yeah yeah and then my auntie um she's also um very talented with like instruments and she even went to like a college um when she was younger and everything um like a music college and she even got sponsored by someone um I think yeah, she got sponsored by someone to move to Australia as well for that and everything. Yeah. And um, and then my grandpa was like, what is he? Like what like a conductor, like for choirs oh and stuff? Gosh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did that. And um my grandma was um into sewing, so she did like wow. a lot of um, stuff with clothing. Yeah, yeah. And um, even though my uh, my dad's side, I'm not too familiar with, but at least for him, he was actually quite artistic himself. And he was always really into fashion and he did paint um, quite a bit when he was younger as well. So it's like, I've always been kind of like surrounded by music and art and fashion and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, like it was, it was kind of like in me, I was surrounded by those things all the time. And, and yeah, like, and thankfully I um, grew up with, cousins who are quite creative too so we we kind of like brought that out in each other so yeah it just I think I always had it in me but I never really dived into it until like very very recent years um which is interesting because like I guess like um I don't know if it's a culture I I think it's a general thing to be Mm -hmm. honest it's like for parents who grow up from like a very low to mid um like class they always kind of expect you like do the you know like go to uni study like mm-hmm. you know something like fucking law science blah, literally blah, like super like, traditional careers yeah yes yes exactly and um it was just like I felt kind of pressured to even though I wasn't pressured to do those um that specific course mm-hmm. um at least I had to go to like I felt like I had to go to uni you yeah. know like I had to study something yeah to feel kind of like accomplished and I think in the end that almost delayed yeah what was inevitable from... yeah yeah it was inevitable I mean, yeah. yeah exactly it was inevitable well I remember it, it weren't you studying architecture as well so yeah it's like, I was of all so of the I degrees think... you kind of chose the one that you do have that creative yeah well, I mean I don't know anything about architecture but it is funny that you yeah, went yeah. down that avenue no seriously yeah like I think everything that I did study was always creative but I'm like at least it's in uni right I'm like yeah you guys be fine with that right like yeah (laughs) so yeah but um and now yeah I was just like no uni uni really just took up so much time and even though there were still skills and you know knowledge that I gained from uni it didn't really help me in Mm -hmm. the end so you know I realized like it was 
almost wasting my time. So I just stopped mm-hmm. it completely. And then, yeah, I just started, started just doing things on my own and learning on my own. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's really cool. I mean, like now that I have that, because I, even though we worked together, I never knew that about your family and how creative your family were. And it makes so much sense. Just kind of yeah. looking at your journey, you know, having such a creative family, but then feeling pressured to go down the traditional route, but then still doing like architecture and that kind of thing. And then in our previous job, obviously you did have that design element in it. And it was like, Mm. not really a creative workplace at all, but of all of the roles within that workplace, you went to the very, like the most creative creative one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And now you're a freelancer. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's yeah, like it's whatever like, I did, it still had to be creative in some literally, way. Literally, yeah. It's like almost like yeah. little, like I always talk about, Um, because, you know, some people come to me and they're like, oh my God, I have no idea what I'm meant to do. Like, am I meant to have this big grand purpose? And I'm just kind of like, I always tell people like, actually have a look at your life and just see if there's anything that's kind of consistently come up and just see like, you know, what are the little coincidences or the synchronicities that have just kind of popped up again and again? And maybe that's a little clue. So I think that's really cool. True. You know, honestly, like I haven't really reflected over my life like that before, but now that you, you pointed it out, I'm like, wait, actually, yeah, everything I've done, it's always been like low key creative. (laughs) And like again, to me, it was like, it was normal. Yeah. Yeah, that's just yeah. what you naturally were drawn towards. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Exactly. That's cool. Well, yeah. what would you, what would a piece of advice be that you have for aspiring freelancers or creatives who are wanting to pursue freelancing full time? Um, ooh. I think I think um, a sense of direction is really important. Because I think that's what I'm really struggling with right now. And that's why I find it very hard to um, just kind of find work for myself in a way. Because it's like, I'm interested in so many things. But I think it's, yeah, it's, I have, I lack direction right now. And I think it's very important that either you have some sort of mentor that can kind of help you in a way. Um, or even just think about your short and long-term goals Mm -hmm. as a freelancer like what do you actually want out of freelancing Um, and then also I guess like more planning as well even like you just get so lost in the work like you just kind of do 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 and do but it's like what are you trying to what are you trying to get out of this Mm -hmm. who are you trying to who are you trying to work for and what kind of work do you want and um, I guess also making sure that um, do you, I guess like asking yourself, do you want to build your skills beforehand? Do you, or do you want to build it while you're working as a freelancer? Mm-hmm. You know, cause some people like, I guess like that's why uni is helpful in a way. Cause it's like, you are building up to that. They help you build those skills and then you can go out and do the work mm-hmm. and you have those qualifications cause you, you've built your skill in uni but it's like if you haven't done any of that and you're just jumping right into like freelancing work with just kind of like kind of basic skills it's it's kind of hard mm-hmm. it's like you you find it hard to find the work because like you're like oh dude you, you kind of question yourself as well it's like am I good enough for this people like actually find my work good mm-hmm. so I guess also yeah um question whether or not if you um if you think you have the skills to do it right now as a freelancer mm-hmm. or do you need the time to build up to it you know because yeah. like I think in a way um that was my mistake from jumping from nine to five and then into freelancing straight away without really realizing what my plan is and what actual skills I have as a freelancer and stuff and so I'm I'm still figuring it out right mm-hmm. now and I'm lucky to even pick up anything at the moment I'm yeah honestly it's it's crazy um so yeah I think sense of direction is very important as a freelancer. Mm. Well, I also, what you mentioned as well about kind of that almost like, it's almost like imposter syndrome of like, oh, Mm. can I like really charge money for my services or am I really, should I really be doing Mm -hmm. this? Like, how do you, when you are feeling that, like, what do you kind of do to move through it? Um, I think just remind yourself how much you've invested into what you're doing. Because it's like, okay, I'm paying like 
$40 a month for Adobe, right? Um, I mm -hmm. spent this much time to build these connections with this, these people. I'm taking like, if say you're a photographer, you need to go out and take photos, right? That takes like time to travel. It's like, mm -hmm. how much does that cost to like travel and fuel in your own time? And you got to consider all the things that um, all the effort and time that you're putting into this job. Mm -hmm. And I just need to remind myself that all the time. It's, it's like, okay, no, I am worth it. Mm hmm. I am with it. <laughs> so true. Bit, with no, it. it's yeah. so true because another thing that I sometimes notice is that like when we have the skill set ourselves, like for you, you know, photography and design, it's so easy to think that the people around us find it comes to like if you almost assume that they find it as easy as you do and like oh well if it's this easy for me or if if I can do it then like why would they pay me to do it but it's like why no it's hard yeah. for them like they do not want to do it that is. your skill set is highly valuable to them which is why they'll pay you to do it because pay you exactly yeah. exactly yeah yeah exactly and the right people will always pay you so exactly yeah, yeah. so what's mm -hmm. a uh, what's a non-negotiable part of your routine that will set up your day for success or just like what's something that's a part of your daily routine a non-negotiable that you just need to do every single day oh um non-negotiable that like gets you in the zone or just kind of that you know if you do this thing you're gonna have a good day yeah, I think it's, it's quite simple. It's listening to music for me. Yeah. 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 I think it's such a, it's such a good outlet and it's, it's a good way to express yourself. And I think it almost helps set the tone for your day as well. It's like, okay, what kind of song am I going to listen to and how will it set my day? Like if you're going to start off with like something really mellow, really chill, you know, like soulful. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna feel really relaxed today. Yeah. It's like if I'm gonna put something really happy and upbeat, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I feel really good. I feel motivated. I'm gonna get this done and that. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think a really important part for me is um listening to music. I love that. That yeah, yeah that's so true. Cause I do I didn't even <laughs> realize that I actually do do that sometimes. Like if I'm feeling a little do bit that. low vibe in the morning, I I have this mm. playlist and it's called like manifest your dreams and it's all like super like cheesy pump up music and cheesy. I just put it on. I'm like oh, yeah. <laughs> literally. It's so good. Music music <laughs> is just such a perfect way to like set the mood for things yeah literally literally mm. um so I only have a couple more questions because you have given us so many mm -hmm. golden nuggets of information so thank you so much Ooh, I'm so glad <laughs> but you. um how do you stay motivated or I guess what is your inspiration or because you know I messed a success podcast you know I've got to throw in a few mindset mm -hmm. stuff in there so like how do you stay motivated um the people the people the community and the people that I work with mm -hmm. um especially like this this household that I live in right now is um full of creatives like everyone here is a photographer freelancer doing some sort of like creative job mm -hmm. and it's just so inspiring and, and and it keeps me motivated I'm like man like I'm not alone in this yeah you know? I'm not yeah. alone in this and it's, it's so awesome to be able to share um these common things with them mm -hmm. but also just like you know whenever you do want like a creative outlet and it's like yo guys look at this like isn't this cool and like it's so nice to see people you know like the same things that you do yeah so yeah me, I think my biggest source of motivation right now is um my friends and this community the creative community honestly yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that because environment is so important and can sometimes be like mm -hmm we don't realize how much of an effect our environment has on us. And I mean, like yeah. with you moving from Sydney back to Brisbane and just being in an environment where you feel like you can express yourself and be yourself. And it's, it's so powerful. So powerful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I do have one last question that, I mean, it is the mess to success podcast. We're hot. We're achieving our goals. We're killing it. We're smashing it, but we are still real people. We still have our guilty pleasures. So my mm. last question is what is your guilty pleasure? I can go first. Cause I did kind of spring this on you. Like, I'm going to go, okay. please. Yeah. Okay. I like to hear it. <laughs> okay. So I have, I have two. So the first mm. one is, so I've had to give up coffee because I'm, I was, oh my God. 
I'm a coffee addict. Oh, I, yeah, you're a, oh. yeah, you're a big one, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Li- <laughs> have been since even when we were working together and I remember like I would have the energy drinks and I'd be like hi guys <laughs> I got an energy yeah. drink today <laughs> I know I know it's so funny I remember like you coming into work and if you didn't have a coffee it was just like you could tell what's this, like dark yeah what's this dark cloud around you right now <laughs> do you need do you need coffee <laughs> literally they'd be like are you in a bad mood today I'm like I haven't had coffee shut up <laughs> so yeah. I've realized that having that much of a dependence on coffee is probably not that good. So I've, I've started to cut back yeah. on coffee. So I've been drinking mm-hmm. English breakfast tea and I love it. So oh, yeah. It's so underrated. Mm-hmm. And I feel so fancy. Like I have my little teas and I can have as many as I want during the day. And it's not going to make me like die or like be super hyper hyperactive or like need to go to the toilet a bunch. So it's good. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, yeah. And then my other guilty pleasure is the Sims 4. I've been playing oh, The Sims. Oh, I haven't played I love it, in it so long. Like, but I had to delete it because oh I was my like God. spending how many hours a week? That's going to be me. I'm, I've gone down a huge rabbit hole. Like, and I've had the game for like years. Like I've been an on and off player since like I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I have, this is probably the longest I've gone without playing it until now. It's been like two mm-hmm. or three years. And like this mm. random video came up on my YouTube. It was like a, a Sims Let's Play. I don't even know why why yeah. that would come. I watched it. I'm bloody hooked. I'm watching YouTube videos. I'm, I'm TikToks. Mm-hmm. My bloody TikTok algorithm is showing me people building houses and shit. So I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. Now I've got the Sims again. I'm going to play I'm it. Yeah. Literally, I have like, I have my Sims laptop here so I can like play it while I'm working. Oh my God. Do you have a separate? La- oh my God. Yeah. That is genius. It's genius, oh my but God. also incredibly stupid because, like, it distracts me. No, so but I love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> but that's what the guilty pleasures are for. So um, have you thought of your guilty pleasure? Oh, my gosh. Well, like, damn, now I want to play Sims. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. Do I was it. Thinking the other day. I was like, man, like, I just want to play games, but I yep. don't want to, like, it to be too intense. Like, what's a good what's a good game to play? Or Animal Crossing. Sims or Animal Crossing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, good. Animal Crossing is dangerous, hey. Mm-hmm. So many hours on that one. <laughs> Literally, I started playing it when I had COVID a couple of months ago. Oh, so good. It was so good. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you have the time, it's just the perfect game. Literally, yeah. because if I don't have time to like look after my things properly, I don't even play it at all because I'm like, no, I need to harvest everything. I just everything need to be full invested. Literally, my island needs to be perfect. And if I can't have perfection, exactly. I will not play. <laughs> yeah exactly it's, it's all or nothing yeah all or nothing <laughs> literally literally um guilty pleasure that's a really hard one i'm not gonna lie um guilty pleasure oh actually my guilty pleasure one mm-hmm. is korean dramas yes like oh my gosh i'm a sucker mm-hmm. i'm a sucker I do just, you have one I to recommend work. us like do you have like your top because there's a lot of like Sometimes when you start, you, you have to sift through the garbage to get the gold. Mm-hmm. So just give us your top yeah. recommendation. Oh, goodness. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. Korean drama. There's just so many. Okay, but I can say at least the one that I'm watching right now, um, it's called Business Proposal. It sounds so saucy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, just the typical rich boy. Mm-hmm. You know, like working class lady, you know, the problem mm-hmm. escalates, they fall in love. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a sucker for it. I it's like, that. it's so predictable. It's mm-hmm. so predictable, but I'm addicted. <laughs> I eat that up. I eat that up, honestly. Yeah. I might have to check it out. Mm-hmm. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Great. It's on Netflix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just love anything kind of cheesy. Like, I just, I just enjoy it. Yeah, because I, I mean, I love like, it. When you work and you're like working hard during the day, sometimes like I don't mm-hmm. want to have to watch a documentary or a really heavy show at night. I just want to watch garbage. Like I yeah. just want to relax. Watch something nice. Exactly. It is oh you know, actually scratch that. Like, no, <laughs> don't scratch it. <laughs> but gossip girl. <laughs> I just I just started watching it again recently and oh I'm just like, I'm about it. I just oh, love shows like this. Like my yeah, like garbage. God. I but it's like loved Gossip garbage. Girl. I thought oh, I was Blair. Yeah. I thought I was Blair. I used to have headbands. I mean, you saw me. You saw me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, she's a Blair yeah. water. Girl. Literally, 100%. Whenever I would wear a headband to work, I literally would look at myself in the mirror and be like, mm, XOXO, bitch. XOXO. Gossip Girl. Yeah, it's such a good, massive guilty. What Where are you up to on your rewatch? 
Oh, I think I'm on season four right oh, now. Good yeah, time. so I'm pretty close to the end again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm almost at the end again. Oh, oh my which gosh. Sucks. I'm like, yeah. Watch it again. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I just... Yeah, yeah I will. They just yeah, don't will. make shows like Gossip Girl anymore. Like Riverdale, I'm sorry. It's just mm-hmm. non-comparable. No, it's just like, what is it? Like, what is it about it? Like shows now that are just like cringy. It's like, I mean, and Vampire Diaries was so good. Mm. We have no oh, shows yeah. like that now. Not anymore. They hit different. Or maybe we do, and I'm just like too old. Like I, just, I just don't know. Yeah, it's like it's like, are we too critical now? Like I don't know what it is. Maybe, mm. maybe Riverdale <laughs> is good, and because we're like in our twenties, we're just like it. Will, like, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, like, Lynchy. Well. I have loved your guilty pleasure. I have adored having you on. You've answered these questions so amazingly. Before we wrap up, though, please tell everyone where they can find you, um, all of that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, Where do I start? Jeez. Socials, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My Instagram is bylinchi, so B-Y-L-I-N-H-C-H-I. I think, I I guess, like, once you go in there, there's everything else in there, really. Mm -hmm. So, and that will be linked yeah, below. Absolutely. So definitely check it out. Lynchy is so talented, so inspiring. Yeah. But also, as I said, she keeps it real. And that's what I like about you. Like you've got, you're just so real. I love it. Thank you so much. The same with you. Honestly, it's just like, it's just so easy. Like I just get so lost when I talk to you. Like, oh, me too. Literally. That's why I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to make sure I like don't take up too much of her time. And I've got to keep this under control because I could literally just keep going. <laughs> thanks for finishing another episode of the mess to success podcast if you enjoyed this episode it would mean the world to me if you followed or subscribed to the podcast and rated it five stars don't forget to tag me if you're listening or share this podcast with a friend who might like it You can find me on social media at Jordan K Creative on Instagram and TikTok. And feel free to visit my website, jordankcreative.com, if you're looking for any of my free resources. You're absolutely incredible for listening, and I'll be back next Friday.